In the beginning, there was darkness. A void waiting to be filled with the echoes of destiny. From the depths of time, legends emerged. Heroes forged in the fires of adversity, their stories etched in the fabric of eternity. Through the sands of ancient deserts, across the vast expanse of galaxies, and amidst the tumultuous waves of the ocean, their journeys began. But amidst the chaos, there arose a whisper, a call to action, a beacon of hope. Now, as the world holds its breath, a new tale unfolds, a story of courage, of triumph against all odds. Join us as we delve into the depths of imagination, as we embark on a journey beyond the realms of possibility. For in every tale lies a lesson, in every legend a truth waiting to be discovered. This is not just a podcast. This is an odyssey, a quest for knowledge, a quest for inspiration, a quest for the very essence of what it means to be human. Welcome, dear listeners, to a world of infinite possibilities. Welcome, dear listeners, to the True Life Podcast. and gentlemen welcome back to the true life podcast i hope everybody's having a beautiful day whether you're in hawaii or whether you're in south africa maybe you're in germany i don't know maybe you're in the future or maybe you're listening to this and it's already a month ahead of time wherever you're at i hope that the sun is shining the birds are singing the wind is at your back i got a great show for you today the one and only Haley joy she's a dynamic and multi-talented individual in my opinion, a true embodiment of creativity, resilience, and empowerment. She went from grappling with the constraints of mainstream education to realizing her dreams as a fashion designer, an advocate for joy. Haley's journey is a testament to the power of embracing one's multi-potentiality. As the visionary behind Haley Joy Fashion, specializing in plus-size designs and exclusive fabric prints, she not only celebrates individuality, but also inspires women to find their joy. With her latest mission of sharing daily inspiration and amplifying diverse voices on social media, Haley continues to break boundaries and uplift communities. Get ready to be inspired by Haley's passion, purpose, and unwavering commitment to spreading positivity and inclusivity. Welcome, Haley Joy, to our platform of empowerment and enlightenment. Oh, thank you, George. What do I say to that? <laughs> what an introduction. Well, listen, can I employ you, please? And just like have you sitting on my shoulder wherever I go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a journey, hasn't it? It's it's an interesting one. And um I just I, I'm reflecting now. I'm I'm in my 60th year. I am turning 60 this year. And it feels so surreal because so much has happened. And it's funny, I was thinking about it the other day, and I was thinking like, do I feel 60? And then I'm like, what does 60 actually feel like? Because in my mind, 60 is the new 40, because we're going to live until we are 100. <laughs> so for me, it's that, you know, I know when I looked at my parents when they were 60, they were really old. Yeah, they weren't. But in my eyes, as a 20 something year old, 20, 30 something year old, they were, yeah, they were really old. So yeah, it's an inter this is an interesting year for me as I transition into the next <laughs> dimension of being 60. 
Yeah, it is a fascinating time. And prior prior to getting started, you and I were talking about what can only be described as miracles happening, being able to FaceTime this far, this far away from different parts of the world. And, you know, so much technology that's happening at breakneck speeds and people being able to create entire magazines and fashion brands out of AI, just like with the snap of a finger and stuff. I guess maybe a good point, maybe a good point to jump in right here is the it seems to me that we have moved from a world of specialization and we're starting to move back towards versatility. What do you think about that? Yeah, I like that way of thinking because that's, yeah, that's exactly, I mean, I, so I was really technologically challenged. Like I didn't, I didn't embrace this at all. I didn't even have a Facebook page. I had given up my, my, um, mobile. I, I was like, I wasn't doing this stuff and I certainly was never going to be on video. <laughs> Well, I ate those words. But but when I started to realize that this was the future of business, and if I didn't step into it, I was actually going to be left behind. And as I stepped into it, I was faced with a lot of my contemporaries and my circle who were very like, oh, this is like, you know, this is this is the devil in the making and this is going to be very dangerous and you're going to get hacked and you're going to get cloned and you're going to, and I was like, really? <laughs> and then kind of the internet happened and everybody was like, oh, this is definitely the end of the world. Well, we're still here. <laughs> we are still here. Like we didn't, nothing major happened other than it enabled what you and I are doing right now. And that I love. I love the power of connection through the fact that we don't have to get on a plane. So from a carbon footprint perspective, if you're into that kind of stuff, this really makes perfect sense. Because back in the day, you would have had to get on a plane to go to Hawaii or come to South Africa to sit down and talk to me. Otherwise, it would have been in print. You know, we would have been faxing each other. Like weird, it's weird to think. And it's not so long ago that that actually happened. But now we are able to just sit and have a conversation with a stranger who feels like a friend. It blows me away, George, completely. Yeah. It is. It's on some level, it's so, I think one of the reasons it's so empowering for me is because you get to find your tribe through different parts of the world where in the past you may have been constricted to similar people that were kind of had the same ideas as you in your neighborhood. And there might not be that many people. There may not be any that people in your town that you click with, but now all of a sudden here we are continents away and talking. It's, it's really broadens that horizon. And when that comes to business or ideas or building something or just having a good time, it really, it really speaks to the idea of a connected world. Yeah, it's the connection for me that is yeah. just crazy. I mean, if you think of like how, I mean, how Perry and I, Perry yes. from the Octopus Movement met, and you and I are talking now because of the connection with Perry. Right. That for me is just like, you know, and how we met. So I I was on a bit of a hamster treadmill pre-2020, so pre the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I was, things in my country were not fabulous and I had slipped into that, that zone of blaming my country, the government, the world. The, I, st- I was blaming everything out and I was taking no inward responsibility for it. 
I didn't have the tools at the time and I didn't really know what was happening. So just for a little bit of context, I'd opened a retail store 17 years ago and we just hit the ground running and we killed it. And it was amazing. And I never came up for air and it, it was just wild. And I, it was it was one of the most incredible experiences. Having come from working in a very sheltered um, environment, I worked from home and I did wardrobe planning for women, but I saw a woman and then she went away and then I did her wardrobe and then she came back two weeks later and we did a fitting and then she went away and she came back three weeks later and collected it and whatever. So it was a, the time was a, was a big thing. Now suddenly I go into retail and it's like every second, it's just like popping and kicking and crazy stuff. And I had no retail experience at all. And, and it was just, we were killing it. And then in 2016, something happened. And I don't, it was me. Now, in retrospect, absolutely, it was me. I got stuck somewhere. And I just started attracting more and more and more of that stuckness. And, and I had no tools because I was blaming out. So I didn't know that it was me. I was just, you know, oh, the economy is terrible and there's mass immigration and I was blaming everything. And then I started listening to uh, Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, who there are lots of people that, um, that can't bear the man. I, he, he changed my life for me because he just, he switched my lights on that it is not, there is no such thing as a, as a bad government, a bad economy, a mass immigrant. There's no such thing. If you are providing a great product with great service, you will you will make it anywhere in any environment. And I took that and I started to, I made a big poster out of that and I started looking at that and I was like, hmm, that's how I need to start thinking. And, and then the pandemic happened. And the pandemic for me was the great reset. And I say it very, very gently and very humbly because I know that for a lot of people it wasn't. But for me, it was my great reset. And I got to spend time on, on platforms, LinkedIn. I'd never been near LinkedIn. I didn't even really know what LinkedIn was because I was head down trying to keep a business together. And suddenly I was exposed to all this amazingness on LinkedIn. And I, I still say that LinkedIn is one of the most incredible platforms. If you use it correctly, it really is one of the most inspirational platforms. And that's where I came across Perry, got into a room with Perry, a, a talk with Perry, and Perry mentioned the word, the word multi-potentialite. And that was it for me. That was my breakthrough moment. And I always say, Perry gave me wings to fly as this very alternate thinking woman who had always believed she was scattered and had been told she was scattered because she used to do a million different things. The difference was that I could do those million different things really well at the same time, but I, there had never been a label and there'd never been a positive label for that. So that's how I came to get involved with the octopus movement and then meet you. And I mean, look at the journey. I like, it's wild. It's wild. What can I say? Yeah, it, it is wild. It, it's so fascinating to think that a change in perspective can change the way your history is perceived to you. Just understanding, oh my gosh, I am, no wonder, that all makes sense now. It's like something clicks inside of you. And instead of this idea of shame or less than, 
all of these, all of a sudden you begin like, oh my gosh, I'm really good at this thing. And then that opens up so much more. It's like, it almost allows you to love yourself again in some ways. That's what I found anyway. What do, what do you think about that? Yeah, 100%. Like it was such a profound moment for me because, you know, I was the kid at school who always put their hand up and asked more questions and got into yes. trouble for that because yep. I was labeled disruptive. And now I realize I was inquisitive. Big difference. Yes. Big positive, negative difference between inquisitive and disruptive. Mm -hmm. I was also highly creative. So maths and science weren't really my, my jam. Like I didn't really love that and I didn't really get it. But anything creative I was into. Uh, interestingly, and this is a really interesting one, I loved biology as a subject. And I never really understood it until fast forward, like 30 years, I had had a major breakdown, a major burnout breakdown, which was pretty obvious for the craziness that I was doing to myself. And in my coming out of that, I worked with a woman who used angel cards and um, you know, all of those like tarot cards, but not really, not really, I mean, they're, they're angel cards. And every week she made me pull three cards. And every week for 18 months, the second card was something to do with nature. And, I, and, and of course, I was in such a bad space that I didn't really get it. But I knew that there was a message trying to come through. Fast forward a little bit more, I discovered a love for iPhone photography. I joined an iPhone photography Facebook group. Again, the power of connection through this medium. And I started to see things in the private Facebook group that they were doing with their iPhones that just blew me away. And I got hooked. And I started chasing the bees in my garden. Hmm. And I started zooming on with them. They were teaching us, giving us all these apps that you could download and you could use like a macro close-up yeah. feature. And I started chasing the bees. And I completely fell in love with the small world in my garden, started off in my garden. I was battling health issues at the time, so it was very much restricted to the garden. But getting up off the couch and getting out and slowly taking more and more steps in the garden got me a little bit more confident. So I headed out onto sidewalks and I started walking in the neighborhood. I then ended up hiking. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, when you, you remind me so much when you get me to talk about it. I ended up hiking at six on a Sunday morning, chasing spiderwebs, spiderwebs with droplets. Because if yeah. you zoom in on spiderwebs with droplets, it is insane what you can see, especially if the light is right and there's the rainbows and all that. I mean, it just was, it was a crazy journey. And I've gone off topic because you asked me a question. I don't remember. <laughs> it's beautiful. It there's something to be said about the way in which nature communicates with us too. I really think that I really believe that it's not so much going to a house of learning or a school and sitting down and listening to someone to learn. Like I think that the way education happens is that the answers are revealed to you. Like when you look at a spider's web and you can see each droplet reflecting back the other droplet that's on the other drop, you can see the whole world. It's so fractal in a way. You're chasing the bees and you're beginning to understand. 
Is that bee dancing to show the other bees where to go? Like, what does he do? Like, there's so much natural curiosity that just flows back to you when you begin to reconnect and redevelop that, that relationship with nature. It's like you finding that lost part of you. It's so beautiful. I'm so stoked to hear the story. Like, it's it's wonderful. Then, and then, so, so you start chasing down spider webs and hiking. How does that, how does that, what does that look like in the rest of your life? What does that look like with the rest of your relationships? So I then started to see a month into being in this incredible Facebook group, I started seeing them sharing apps that you could take your photos and manipulate them into fractals and into these weird repeating designs and whatever. And I had a profound moment as a fashion designer I had oh. a profound moment. And this next journey, like, when I reflect on it, it is goosebump stuff for me. Because to think where it had started with a card being pulled every week to where it had got you now in this Facebook group. Anyway, I start downloading these apps. And the first app that I download, I take one of my photos in, I do this thing, and I'm like, oh, my word, I could create my own fabric prints. Big aha moment. And then a whole new journey evolved because I started manifesting. So I have this really crazy relationship with my universe. And I talk about it as a universe because um, I am surrounded by many people of many faith. And it's just easier to talk about it as a, as a universe. And I started to manifest to my universe. I was like, universe, you see all these sunset photos. You see all these roses that I've been zooming on. Like, how cool would it be if I could create fabric? Can you just, like, send me a sign? Anyway, about probably about a year and a half, two years into this, this iPhone Facebook group, I'm sitting one day and at work and... Actually, I have this incredible view out of my factory windows. And I chose the space because I knew that in manufacturing, in clothing, it can be pretty dismal. It can be pretty gray and horrible being in cheap basements mm -hmm. or cheap buildings in the CBD, you know, in the central bus business district. So I went the other way, true to form, <laughs> and I chose the space on the second floor of a building looking out across Johannesburg towards Johannesburg town. And it is the most insane view that anybody could get to experience every day because it changes every day. There are clear days there. And then when the clouds roll in and the lightning and the thunder, and the, it just feeds my soul. And I was standing at the window and I was looking out and I suddenly just got this really clear message. Phone and ask about a fabric printer. Now, here's another, I just, I want to go back a little bit. I came from quite a scarcity mentality background. My parents were quite fearful people and they were, they weren't very wealthy. So they were very careful with their money and they weren't brave and bold at all. Like it was very, you know, we just like, don't think too big because thinking too big costs a lot of money. So I came from that environment, but because I was so highly creative, I was able to start unbundling that and realize that I didn't have to live the way they chose to live. I had complete freedom to do whatever I wanted. So as I got this message to phone, I had that little past moment where it's going to be very expensive, you know, and I was just like, go away. <laughs> just go away. I'm going to make a plan. Anyway, I phoned 
And I got through to this company and they said, oh, no, 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 they don't do that. But here's the number of the salesman for the company who does it. And clearly, my universe knew that that was the right salesman because he and I just, like, we connected. He was like, you, I told him a bit about my stories. You have to come here tomorrow. Bring one of your photos. Bring one of your photos. Come. We can. And we went the next day. I took my business partner, who's actually my husband as well, and the accountant with me. And off we went to view this big, and it's a huge machine. It weighs 1.8 tons, and it's, it's huge. <laughs> and we went to view the machine and I stood there and I just knew, I knew in the deep recesses of everything of, of me that this was it. I needed to do this for me. I had dreamt about designing my own fabric since I was 20. And I just, we went for lunch afterwards and they both looked at me and they're conservative accountant and hubby is, hubby's very different to me. He's very methodical and and they both looked at me and they said, oh, my word, you're going to do this, aren't you? And I'm like, I have to do this. I have to do this for me and I have to do this for my clientele because I know what I can offer. All these forgotten women that I dress, I can offer them something so special that only they're going to have access to. That's why I want to do it. Yes, I want to realize the dream. But more than that, I know what this is going to do for my community. And so my hubby looks at me and he goes, but you don't even know how to use Photoshop. I said, I know that's a bit of a problem. I said, but you know what? You should know me by now. If I need to learn something, I will learn it. I said, so I'm going to just put it out into the universe that I need some fabulous human to come along who can teach me 10 basic steps in Photoshop. So he looks at me and he says, you're even telling the universe how many? I said, 10 <laughs> basic steps. That's all I need to get this photo into Photoshop, into a repeating print, through the, the paper printer, because we do sublimation printing, through mm -hmm. the paper printer, into the press, and onto fabric. He's like, okay. I said, you know my universe has never let me down before, so this should be a breeze. The accountant was rolling her eyes going, oh, here we go, here we go. Anyway, George, fast track, bought the machine, hubby went to gym, chatted to a guy at gym who said he was a graphic designer. So he comes home and he <laughs> says, guess what? I said, what? He said, I met your 10-step man this morning at gym. I'm like, you see. <laughs> I said, he said, here's his number. He said, you can give him a call. I called him. He came. He spent three hours with me. We did it. I'm that girl. I write down step for step. Remember, I'm going to be 60. <laughs> so I wrote down each step. And we went over it and over it and over it. And he went away. And I just spent three days just doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it. Had it down pat found a way to do it which was so otherwise to what everybody else any trained graphic designer would have thought i was completely nuts and i was at the time because it was a very roundabout way of doing it you can't take a photo with four different sides and create a repeating pattern well so they told me but then they didn't know me <laughs> so yeah there's the journey of the nature th i mean crazy isn't it crazy it's crazy beautiful. I love it. And I, what do you think is the, there's a special, there's a special something in a lot of that, but there's something that I really keyed into was the fact that not only you wanted to do it and you knew you were supposed to do it, but one of the reasons why it was so passionate for you is because you wanted to do it for the community. It was almost like there's a catalyst 
when you want to, to do something for you versus something that's bigger than you. Can you talk, can you, you know what I'm saying? Does that kind of make sense? Can you touch on that a little bit, please? <laughs> so she's, she's 16 listening to Gary V mm -hmm. and I was following, I was following three people, Gary V, Shalene okay. Johnson and Sean Cannell, who does um, all the YouTube stuff. And the same thing was coming out of these powerhouse American coaches, community, community, community. Yes. And in 2016, nobody was doing community. Everybody was doing themselves. Yes. Everybody was about me, me, I, I. Nobody was doing community. And I had a profound moment. I got a very clear message. Yes, you're the conduit. You're the designer. You're the manufacturer. You're the brain behind it. But this is not about you. This is about building a community. Now, I have a really incredible business coach who is so out there, so forward thinking, so wildly creative. And yet when you meet him, you would never, ever give him that. But I'm telling you that. And he, he, had, he had lost a family business and had gone into a very deep depression. And I had just, I knew him. Um, I was very friendly with his mom and his mom was actually a client of mine. And I had been messaging him every week, just saying, just checking in to say hi. I know that it's a really crappy time right now, but the sun will shine. And about six months in, I got a message one day to say, hi, I've opened the curtains. Ah. And <laughs> yeah. And he said, I want to come and see you. I want to pitch a business idea to you. I said, with pleasure. Anyway, he came, we went for coffee and he said, this is what I want to do. What do you think? I said, I absolutely think that you will be, <clears throat> excuse me, you will be incredible at it. I need water. Yeah, please. <clears throat> I said, I think you will be incredible at it because you've been through all of those things. You've had a very successful business. You've lost the business. You've had creditors sitting on your sidewalk outside your house threatening to kill you. You've had all of that stuff. So it makes for somebody who will understand where people are at in their businesses. I said, go for it. He said, will you be my first client? I said, absolutely. I said, I'm sure I need some coaching. And we started coaching. And about two months or three months in, he said to me, okay, he said, it's very simple. You just need to become the thought leader on size inclusive and plus size fashion in South Africa. And he said, you need to start a YouTube channel. And he said, you just need to start making videos. And one of my greatest regrets, I don't have many, but this is one of them, is that I looked at him and I said, that is never going to happen because <laughs> I'm never going to go on video. Looking like this and feeling so insecure about being a plus-size woman, I'm never going to do that. And he was horrified, absolutely horrified. Anyway, we carried on coaching, and of course, I was never going to do video. And then again, I had a divine intervention one day. My hubby had come from the factory with a whole bunch of new cardigan, knitted cardigans that we'd made. And as he walked through the door, I looked at them and I thought, wow, those look amazing. I said, oh, give me one. Give me one. Let me try it on. So I tried it on and I was standing in front of the mirror and I thought, I, off the top of my head, I could name the clients that would go mad for these cardigans. So I said to him, here, do a video of me. I'm going to send it to one or two clients. And that was the breakthrough. That was the huge breakthrough because he did the video. And I, what did I know? I knew nothing about WhatsApp lists. I was on WhatsApp. We use WhatsApp very, very prolifically in South Africa. 
But I didn't understand about groups and lists and all of that. So I selected client for client for client and I sent to 50 clients and I sold out in an hour. <laughs> and I was like, oh my word, like how easy, how flipping easy was that? And that was the catalyst. That was the catalyst also of climbing out of my own head and getting over myself and understanding there was a whole community of women out there that needed me. Well, not didn't needed what I was making. And I could be that beacon, that inspiration to show them. Here I was with all my body issues on camera and I'm showing you. And that was it, George. That was the turning point. That moment in my store, standing in front of that mirror, looking at myself going, I have to do a video of this. Again, it must have been some kind of divine intervention. So I started then, I built a broadcast list and I started with about 80 women. And today I've got nearly 1,400 women on broadcast lists. And I've debunked the the theory and the, and the knowledge that unless you're out there on social media and unless you're continuously posting and because Gary and Shaleen and Sean also said something after community, 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 choose your platform wisely. Where are your community hanging out? It doesn't help me to go onto LinkedIn, for instance, if my community are hanging out on Facebook. Yes, it can put new eyes on me. So I'm not saying don't do it. But when you are, when things are crazy in your business and you're trying to do a million different social media platforms, you're going to do your community a disservice because you're going to be scattered and you're not going to be focused. And in this one, when I talk about being scattered, I'm not being, I'm not talking about being multi-potential because you can, you can take your eye off your own ball and also social media the the only dark side for me about social media is you have to get to a point where you unsubscribe from looking at continuously at how many views a video a post a podcast you have to unsubscribe from that because that is actually what leads to making you mad leads to terrible burnout and leads to you feeling so insecure about what you're doing that you stop doing. And that is a huge problem. That for me, I, I have to say that I, I, and I had to do that. I had yeah. to be very, very strict with myself. But building community, if you were to ask me what is the most important thing I've ever done in my business, besides deciding to choose the niche of size inclusive and plus size, building community. Hands down, building community and staying true to the community. That's one of the big things that I've done. I've stayed true to that community. I have I've never ever let them down. Like I've never moved on. I've never changed course. I've just stayed focused on what their needs are. And that is the true essence of building community. I Thanks, love Gary. It. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Gary. I have to thank Gary for that because he really did switch my lights on about community. And the interesting thing is that now in 2024, it touches on what you asked earlier where it's now gone gone to versatility, but it's also very, very community-based now. The whole TikTok phenomenon is all these unknowns, these people with 1,000, 3,000, 
followers are killing it on TikTok because they've built community. People want people. They don't want a robot. They don't want scheduled posts that sound like everybody else's posts. They want to feel like they belong. That's what I've learned in building community. I love it. I think it speaks to the idea of like authenticity too. And whether it's your friend who was a coach. And I think there's something beautiful there too. And it seems that it happened in his life and then yours as well. When you do have to go through these valleys, these these areas that are they can be heart-wrenching, they can be disruptive, they can be lonely, they can be all these things, but you get to a point where you're like, oh, that was necessary. You know, you said you put on the you you put this, you put on the the cardigan and you're thinking about your body and you're like Ah, uh, I get it. Like on some level, it's it's just this stairway you're walking and you might get tired or you might get pushed down, but you get to a point where you realize, hey, where you stumble is where you find the gold. Like I'm supposed to be doing this thing. You can speak to that a little bit. Yeah. So it it evolves from the, the going on video thing and the okay. doing um, fabric prints. And, and what's so interesting now is where I'm at now with the community. So mm -hmm. let's touch on the girl who was never going to do video. <laughs> this girl <laughs> now goes live on Facebook every Saturday morning for about an hour and has the best time ever. So it has almost become like a bit of a lifestyle kind of show mm. because I've also came to understand that one of my mantras, like one of my big things that I hold up for myself often is if you serve correctly, you will never have to sell. And that, George, is actually the be all and end all of it. If you serve. So I never plan a Facebook Live. I never have a script. I never have a theme. I never have a, I maybe put a couple of garments that I want to show on a rail. Nine times out of 10, I start with garment one. And then the conversation takes a whole different direction. And I never end up doing the rest of the garments. It's crazy how it goes. But I, I just show up. I switch the camera on and I let my audience lead me because it's about the audience, yeah. not about me. So I show them and then they'll go because I shoot the lives in my crazy stock room, which is a shambles at the moment, but it's, it's okay because I know where everything is. But also it enables them to shop behind me without me having to sell. And I really like that because the one thing that I struggle with is, and I'm a good sales lady, but I'm, I struggle with hard selling. I, it's, that is not in my DNA to like go out hard and, you know, yeah. I've already got five left of these. And if you don't buy them in <laughs> two minutes, like, you know, I, um, <laughs> I can't do so, so I now do these lives and they've turned into these so-called little lifestyle shows. And we talk about a variety of things. I talk about the universe. I tell them, like, if I have a really bad experience with service, I tell them about that. I also discuss um, bullying and nastiness on social media because I do get that. So two yeah. weeks ago, I, I was in my WhatsApp and I was answering a client and, a, and it happens in WhatsApp, unfortunately. And a message popped up and I went to swipe the message away and I opened it by mistake because I was actually busy typing on my, and I, 
So I opened it and it was an order and, and I knew exactly what she was talking about. And I was there and my laptop was open. And I just thought, rather than me having to transfer the order and come back, I'm here. I know the garment is, I can see the garment right over there. I'm just going to do it. So I, I got my assistant to bring me the garden of garment. I said, come, let's quickly do this. Then it's done. I don't have to transfer it. And I sent it and I got a WhatsApp back that said, hi, either you're really desperate or you're really efficient. But that was really quick. And I got such a fright, George. I, got, I promise you, because, you know, I get a thousand accolades a mm. week. Like, I get so much love. But, you know, we all know that one. <laughs> yeah. And I got such a, you know, I, I mean, even now, like, I just, oh, I was like, oh, my word, did I just come across desperate? And I unpacked it because I have put myself into a position where I don't react immediately. And I always put myself on the other side. Mm. And I asked myself, if that was me, how would I have felt? And I thought, yeah, maybe it was very quick, the response. My, and I understood that she's not a regular client. So it enabled me to break down for myself that if it's not a regular client, don't do that. If it's a regular client, they love the fact that I answer them immediately. They love yeah. the instant gratification. They're like, so I learned from it because I'm all about learning and I refuse to allow an experience like that to be a woe me. And how could she say that? And I'm so good at what I do and, you know, all of that nonsense. Mm -hmm. Used it as a learning and I, and I understood how it could come across to a new person. But I took the conversation to the Facebook Live. And, of course, I don't mention names, but I, I just took it to them. And I said, yeah. you know, I just wanted to draw you this picture. I wanted to tell you the story, but I also wanted to tell you what lies on the other side of the story. Oh, I opened a Pandora's yeah. box of because they're so supportive and they so they really are dedicated. They are an amazing mm. community of women. They were highly offended. But I gave them the other side of it. And a lot of them private messaged me and said, thank you for giving us the other side, for not only telling the sad story of how you were bullied, but actually how you could use that as a learning. And that's, mm. that's where it's it also where you go deeper with community. And I'm not, what I'm going to say to you now is what I learned I don't necessarily think about it all the time. But what I did learn in all of the teachings from the three that I was following so diligently was here's something really important about how to get eyes on you without you actually having to do anything. So when you tell a story that enlightens other people and is not only about what you learned, when they're in conversation, and, and somebody's talking about something and they go, oh, my word, yes, I was on a Facebook Live yesterday morning and this is what happened. The first question that people ask because people want credibility is they say, oh, where did you hear it or who did you hear it from? And all we need as entrepreneurs, as business owners, as coaches, as whatever we are, we just need that seed to be dropped. Oh, there's this lady, and this this does happen. Um, I don't get offended anymore. 
it is how it comes out. Mm. Oh, there's this lady, the one who makes the fat clothes. Now, again, I could be very offended by that. However, anybody in the room who is fat, so let's go to plus size, anybody who has a daughter, mother, cousin, sister, mm -hmm. aunt, that, yep. and that, again, it's like, it, that's what I'm saying. That's what I learned from them. It's that the power of seeding yourself where you're not constantly talking about yourself. Other people are talking about you. That is brilliant. And that's what I've learned is that you don't always have to be firing, 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 going out, killing yourself, doing all this marketing. If you market correctly and you build a beautiful community of women, men. I mean, George, I have women coming with their husbands to the showroom. This is, I mean, this, this really floors me. Like, I, And they walk in and the husband goes, do you know that I have to listen to you every Saturday morning? And I know what's coming. And then I go, oh, I'm sorry. I'm really, really sorry. And he's like, no, he says, don't worry. I like listening to you. You speak a lot of sense. Mm. Now, again, that's when you know you've really taken it to a next level where you are entertaining mm -hmm. and not only selling because the woman who insists on listening to you because she loves what you do and she's part of your community, but that, she, that her husband is coming on the ride with her because he is learning, because I do share a lot of different things. He's learning some business tips. He's now learning about AI because I've mm -hmm. got them to stop subscribing into this that AI is going to destroy the world. I said, did the internet destroy the world? Did the inter did you die? <laughs> did, when the in <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like, come yeah. on, guys. So I'm starting to slowly educate about AI because I'm completely fascinated. Like, I am so down a rabbit hole of AI design and all of that. Yeah. But the husbands are now and the sons because sometimes they'll come with their boys and the and the and they'll say to me, "Oh, you know, like what what platform are you using? What what are you using? How are you doing this? How are you?" I love that because, again, it turns my community into my marketers. Mm -hmm. That's the real deep dive. Like I teach it. I'm mentoring at the moment and I teach it and I am seeing the most phenomenal popcorn moments <laughs> happen in my mentees when you open them up to seeing it from a different perspective. Do what you do brilliantly. Be as close to perfect in your delivery of service as is humanly possible. Take your people on a journey and they will be your best marketers. You can actually halve your marketing if you do it like that. And I've seen this growth in these mm -hmm. entrepreneurs and I've seen them start to understand that Get out of this stoic sitting there going, so I am a, and I do a, and I just like, let it go and tell stories. That is what people want to hear. They want to hear the story behind how you got into doing what you're doing. 
And from there, you make them comfortable, you become human, you, you are accessible. And I see this, and, and then I go and watch the videos. And I'm like, yes, yes, we've had a breakthrough. We've gone from this, like, sitting like this, talking into the camera like this, to this, like, relaxed and, like, you know. And I've also taught them all of those things that I've learned, how when you, like, when you pick up, even just, like, when you pick up a glass to take a sip, mm -hmm. when you're in your talking and you kind of, you should be able to feel when you're plateauing a bit, all you need to do is you need to pick up the glass, take a sip, because that changes the whole thing. Because yeah. like people wake up, I've taught them all of that. And George, I just want to tell you, these girls are a lot younger than me. Hey, I would think they would know it. And I love the fact that somebody like me, I am just very invested in learning. I spend an inordinate amount of time on YouTube, Googling and looking and searching and, and learning and listening and watching, because there is so much gold in watching and listening other people who share so generously. And that's what I've learned also. Oh, my word. That's, there's been a huge shift in that. And I am immensely grateful for that. You know, back in 2016, nobody would share anything. Like you gatekeeped it. You know, yeah. you were the gatekeeper. You didn't share anything because they were going to steal your idea. Until the Gary V's and the Shaleen started showing that you could, there is only, and I must say that my business coach did, did say that to me because I had an incident with a supplier who went rogue and started copying and undercutting and doing and doing. And I remember my, my business coach saying, oh, my word, I can't believe you're buying into that nonsense. There is only one Haley Joy. Like you have to respect that and embrace there is only one of you. And then Gary and that's what they would say. There is only one of you. We can all be doing exactly the same thing, but we are going to resonate differently with different people. And that's a huge one. That, when you can get past holding everything for yourself, is huge. Yeah. Because people, again, are going to talk about you because you have shared how you're designing your AI prints. How, what are you prompting? I mean, yes, obviously, you're not going to give... Like there's certain prompts where I'll say, look, I'm sorry, but, you know, I'm actually selling those prints. So I can't give you the prompt. But try this, do that. People are so grateful. They, like, I, And I know how grateful I am when somebody is is generous with me. So I think there's a lot to be said. You know, if we, if we you and I went down this whole, like how to run a successful business, it is not only about running a successful business. It is about all the other things that come together that assist you in running the business because it's not just about making clothing you can do that and then you'll just put one foot in front of the other and you'll probably die very unfulfilled i want to die fulfilled <laughs> yeah i agree it's it's there's been a gigantic shift, you know, and I, when I, when you think about someone who is strictly in a business to make money, I think that they're almost starting with all this extra weight on them because you can't, especially in today's world where abundance seems to be a buzzword, but you have so much like you, your, your kind words, your ideas, the fact that you want other people to succeed, that's abundance. Versus trying to hoard stuff for yourself or be like, well, I don't want them to copy this or something like that. Like it's such a different mindset and it is about relationships, right? I heard a great quote recently that I would love to get your opinion on. And that is that 
relationships are the new currency. What do you think? 100%. I say community is, is yeah. the new, but re- absolute community relationships, yeah. absolutely. I want to go back to your abundance um, yeah, please. point. So something really interesting for me is I, I had a very profound moment in 2022 where I suddenly had this very clear message that I needed to unsubscribe from shooting for unnecessary stars, unattainable stars, and other people's stars. And I was like, when it happened, I was like, oh my word. So I was putting this really crazy pressure on myself and my team. Mm -hmm. They didn't know I was putting the pressure on them, but I was putting the pressure on myself. And by the third week of the month, when I wasn't attaining those goals that we are, that we set for ourselves, I was starting to feel really useless. And I could feel the energy sap. And I could feel that I just, <clears throat> that I just wasn't, it just wasn't resonating for me. And I was sitting in the office and my hubby said, are you okay? And I said, no. I said, look, look at the figures. He's like, what about the figures? I said, look at them. They know we near what we set out on the first of the month. He said, but they're pretty damn good, aren't they? And I was like, well, maybe. I said, listen, you know what? I'm going to go for a walk. <laughs> I need to go and clear my head. I said, I need to go and sort the files in my head. Let me. Mm. He said, you want me to come with? I said, no, I'm going on my own. So we're on a very bland second floor. The, the internal is so old fashioned. It's like been the same for like 60 years. It's so old fashioned. It's so bland. It's It's got no life at all. No soul at all. It's got these horrible old fashioned blue carpet. It's just horrible. But um, what happens within our space is totally different. So I walked out the door and you can literally walk a square. And I walked it twice. I came back in, I sat down, I looked at him and I said to him, okay, it's very clear. I said, I am unsubscribing from all goals, all shooting for unnecessary stars. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to give me an exact list of everything that we spend in the month. That's all I want to know. So he said, cool. So the next day he handed it to me and I looked at it and I said, well, this is very attainable. I said, that's it. That's what I'm shooting for. I am only going to shoot for what we need. I'm not interested in profit. I'm not interested in, I'm not interested in anything. However, whatever happens over and above what we need. Plus, I'd asked him to build in a kitty for fabric buying because that is a necessity, but I don't always know what I'm going to be spending. So that had been built in. I said to him, so here's how it's going to work. Whether we reach this on the 2nd, 12th, 20th, 30th of the month, I don't care. But if we reach it on the 20th, anything over that, needs to go into a savings account so that if there's ever another pandemic, we are never placed in a situation where we don't have a rainy day fund. George, it was the most liberating thing I've ever done for myself because every month, bar one month since then, it was April 2022, every month, We have almost doubled what we needed. And the point is that when you unsubscribe from being defined, governed, dictated to by money in any form, on the other side of that lies the most incredible liberation. I am able 
to just be me. Have the most fun. Create crazy fashion that may work, may not. I have zero pressure because I now know that that amount that we need every month is easily attainable. So my creativity has soared. My my confidence, my relaxedness, my sleeping path, everything has changed. And that's, I really want to share that because I think if you can just shift from being worried about money, 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 and you can start to serve, the sales will just take care of themselves. And I think universally what happens, I have this great description of the universe that I give to my mentees. I say, in the very first, like literally the first conversation we have, I say, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to picture your universe in whatever form it is. I want you to picture it in a deck chair next to you Mm. with its hands behind its head yawning because it's so flipping bored listening to you blaming, listening to you moaning, listening to you disrespecting yourself. Let me tell you, on the other side of this little mentorship, your universe is going to bounce out of its deck chair, fist pumping the air going, hallelujah. (laughs) You have seen the light. And you know, it is such a, I don't know where that ever came from because it's quite a little, it's not quite who I am, but it's become very much who I am. Do you know that they burst out laughing? (laughs) What I've gifted them, I've gifted them a visualization because now, and they all tell me, they all tell me the same thing. But when they go into that, when they're slipping into that moaning about the government mm-hmm. and the economy and the lack of electricity, we struggle terribly in South Africa with um, a derelict government that doesn't give us electricity to run our businesses so we can pay our taxes like it's the most. That's a whole other conversation. But I say to them, can you change the government? Huh. So your universe is going, oh, here we go again. Like we are moaning about lack of electricity. Can you make a plan? Can you maybe cancel your Netflix for three months and take that money and buy an inverter so that you've got power for four hours that you can go on a Zoom and you don't have to keep telling everybody, oh, I can't join your Zoom because I don't have electricity. Start thinking out of the box. And they now have a concrete something that they like, they're all like doing this thing, like they're watching this universe. And it's just, it's so beautiful to see how when you can take people on this journey. And one of the girls that I'm that I'm mentoring, I love it. She sends me this voice note. Hi, Haley. She says, I just wanted to ask a question. She said, Do you think it would be okay if I spoke to my God? like you spoke to your universe. I went back, I said, I'm always upfront. You can talk to it however you want. Anyway, a couple of weeks later, she sends me this message and she goes, I just want to share something with you. I think my God and your universe had coffee this morning. Because <laughs> that's what happened. Oh, can you feel it? Like it's that, That's my thing. And that's what I'm saying. When you are sharing your experiences but that they serve other people. You don't have to sell anything. It just takes care of itself. It's contagious, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. And it's simple. It's simple. But it is, you you do need, 
Like when I was pulling those cards mm-hmm. all those years ago and the nature thing kept, I, I was able to start visualizing like what it felt like in nature. And I was able to go drive to a park and get out of the car and not necessarily walk too far, but just start to embrace it. So I think I am a big one for visualization. Mm-hmm. I, I love the idea of gifting people things that they can visualize because I think that's so much more powerful than written word or you need to like, so the, the deck, the universe in the deck chair with its hands behind its head yawning is a biggie. (laughs) Yeah, it's huge. I think that there's an incredible relationship between metaphor and visualization like that. That's the bridge between the spoken word and the visualization and the manifestation is like, and you that is a beautiful. I've never heard that metaphor before. And I like I I can't wait to just sit back and check out my two universes and see one of them getting up and like it's beautiful. Have, is that something that that you learned after the 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 2016 kind of breakdown? Was this ability to visualize using metaphors, or is that something that has always kind of been in play in your life? Or what's the relationship between that language and the visualization as far as, as far as you? So that that transpired out of my burnout breakdown. Mm-hmm. I worked with two incredible women, very alternate. So I just knew that that there was a lot more going on than just a burnout break, breakdown. And I knew that any form of medication yeah. wasn't going to serve me. I'm not saying that it's not right. If it serves you, that's great. But for me, I knew I needed to get in and I needed to find out what was what was this? I had an amazing husband. I married to one of the most beautiful souls in the world. I had a beautiful home. I had my parents living on the property with us. We were able to just, at the drop of a hat, we used to do a lot of business in Asia. We would, I would just walk across the garden and say, hi guys, we're going to Hong Kong for two weeks. Please just keep an eye on the house and look after the parrot. Cool. Cheers. Bye. And off we would go. And I, I would never have a care in the world. I was I had a great business. I had a great seamstress working for me. I I had a great life. It wasn't about the great life. It was about all the compacted stuff from all the years of being bullied at school, being so different, being multi-potential, being ADD, Mm -hmm. and not actually ever, ever going down that road to acknowledge it because I only knew of ADD as negative. Now I am positively ADD and proudly ADD, and I'm absolutely cool about it. But back then, 40 years ago, 50 years ago, it wasn't really, you know, it, you, and actually 50 years ago, it wasn't even a thing. Nobody even knew right. what it was. You were just a disruptive kid. That's it. And you spent a lot of time in detention. <laughs> That's all it was. So, yeah, so so I knew that there was lots of stuff that needed to be dealt with. Um, I also had quite an... Um, quite a fiery relationship with my dad, which mm. was great. Uh, we clashed a lot. And he was very gray and white, and I was very colorful, and I was very bold, and I was happy to try anything, and he was very conservative. So we boxed a lot. Anyway, so I joined these two um, women, and in that journey, I birthed a concept for myself called Unstick Your Stuck. Because mm. I was stuck. Very stuck. And I started to use all the stuck stucks 
to unpack them with them. And then once I gained my confidence in it, I was able to. And for, for 19 years, well, now 20 years, I unstuck every single thing that I got stuck in. I had tools to unstick it. And it was something that I knew deep inside of me I needed to actually share. But, you know, I was defined as the fashion designer, as the plus size fashion designer. Who was really going to take me seriously if I suddenly came out and said, you know, oh, I can like gift you a really amazing program that can help you unstick your stuff. Who was going to take me seriously? Lots of imposter syndrome, all of that mm. nonsense. And <clears throat> in 2022, in the December of 2022, I got a very, very strong message from my universe that I needed to do, I needed to take my knowledge and do something with it, either that become undefined from only being a plus size fashion designer. And I birthed a little concept, um, a word a day for 365 days. It's a big thing for an ADD person to commit to. And I'll tell you now that it was, it was sure, it was life-changing for me. And I just got this very clear message. You need to just share a word a day for 365 days. So I took all of my 35,000 artworks from my iPhone photography that sit in my phone. And I chose one a day. I put a word on it and I wrote a couple of words and they were all my own words. I never, I never copied anybody else's mm -hmm. quote. I may, I, I forced myself. No, and it didn't have to be long tomes of stuff. It was just a one-liner. And it opened a Pandora's box of reaching out and it was insane what like what went on I was so taken aback by it anyway I got to the end of a word a day for 365 days and I was like okay and now and I do this thing and this is what I teach my mentees go outside put your feet on the grass bare feet if you can is best but you can do it with shoes put your bare feet on the grass and just ask for what you want can't ask for a million dollars but you can ask for the guidance and the enlightenment on how to get to a million dollars. So put my feet on the grass, walked the talk, went out, did the thing. I always say if my neighbors could see me, they'd think I'm completely Lulu. <laughs> like I'm like so mad. And I stood there and I was like, okay, universe, we've done this incredible thing for 365 days. I have to end it because I don't want it to just become another thing. What are we doing? And I walked back inside and about half an hour later, I just got this very clear message to birth and stick your stuck for 365 days. And I'm on day, yesterday was day 50. And I'm taking them on this whole journey. I run a, a WhatsApp group where I send it to them every day and I upload it to Instagram and I started a Facebook page. I did it because I knew I needed accountability because I'm so highly creative and I chase shiny objects all yeah. the time. I needed to be careful that it just wasn't going to be another shiny object. So I started a Facebook page called Unstick Your Stuck. And I am walking myself into building that into an actual course because the reach outs, oh, George, I promise you, it is... You know, when you do it, when you actually take that step and you do it and you have that like, oh, is any is it going to like land with anybody? Like, and you get that, that those first reach outs of, oh, my word, Haley, oh, my, like it is just the most incredible thing to experience 
when you when you know that you are gifting what helped you out of a really traumatic mm-hmm. time when you're gifting it to other people it's it's amazing like i have i it's been 50 days of proper popcorn moments Oof, like, yeah yeah it's an interesting journey this one <laughs> it's a wonderful journey i'm i'm stoked to more than stoked. I'm excited to get to not only talk to you, but learn about some of the things that you're doing. And I'm so thankful that you're sharing them with other people. On some level, it sounds to me that there's a new level of awareness, this idea that you can be aware that you reside in other people. Like you just said that when you did something that helped you and now you've given it to somebody but not only have you given it to them, but you've gotten to see them use the same method that helped. Like that is just, it's mind blowing, right? It's like, it's kind of life changing to see, hey, this can work. This works. It's not just mine. It's everybody's and everybody can have the free. Here you go. <laughs> and I'm not Brene Brown and I'm not Elizabeth Gilbert and I'm not Oprah Winfrey and I'm not um, all the big guns. I'm not any of that. I'm just me. But that's what I'm saying is if you choose, you can choose to try and go huge and compete with all of them. It's going to take you a long time to get there. That tiny little percent that come onto the scene and kill it from from the word go, it's tiny and they have a little superpower. There's a guy called Stephen Bartlett. I don't know Mm. if you if you follow Stephen. Now, Stephen is one of those people who just has a natural affinity to just be this powerhouse in the podcasting, coaching. Like he, he's, he is just one of those. But we don't all have to shoot for Stephen Bartlett. Like we have enough people in our own circles. And what's happened is that I'm having my first in-person session tomorrow morning with somebody who's reached out. Via you're stuck. Yeah. And that is for me, again, in the documenting of how to do you at your pace, on your level, without shooting for other people's stars. This is what I'm now documenting. Because it's a very slow evolution of, well, I I don't think 50 days is slow. (laughs) I need to remind myself. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a fast one to have somebody reach out. And hmm. and I mean, I always say I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a trained. I'm not any of those things. I have just lived life. And I've lived it on many levels. Mm-hmm. Lots of good, some not so good, and some really crappy times. But all of those led me to be able to share how if you just tap into your universe, in whatever form it is. I mean, if you talk to a floorboard, <laughs> it's also okay. You know, that's what I say. I say, don't don't think that it has to be something like that all of us are talking to. Like whatever works for you. But if you, it's like the girls that I worked with, they told me to go and buy yellow flowers. I, I'd never loved yellow flowers. They said, you have to go and buy yellow flowers. I said, every day. It's me very expensive, and I don't. I couldn't afford that. They said, "Go and buy fake flowers. Just buy flipping yellow flowers, mm-hmm. Haley." And every time you're having a moment, because I was suffering from terrible waves of anxiety, and I'd never had that, George. I was the girl who just 
like did, did things. I never, and I would wake up at two in the morning and I'd have these waves of anxiety. It was a very scary time in my life. Mm. And I would get up and I'd put them in this beautiful old vase that, that I'd got from my mom. And I would go to where they were standing. They were standing in my workroom and I would just stand in front of them and I'd look at them. And, I'd, and they'd given me a breathing technique and I'd breathe my way back to stability. And then I'd go back to bed and I'd fall asleep. And the yellow flower, it's so interesting. So I do that now. I say to people, just go buy yourself some flowers. I also teach a very profound um, life hack to enable you to start shifting from that, that thing that you're focusing on that's so destructive for you. I say to them, go out and buy two pots Buy some soil or get some soil from somebody's garden and buy a packet of seeds mm. and start growing stuff. Because that journey of going every day to look in the pot to see if it's popped out and when it does pop out and when it eventually gets to flowering or fruiting or veget, it is, it, that can be life. It was life changing yeah. for me. I'm growing a butternut. I have the most famous butternut in the world. One butternut. <laughs> I popped a seed in a pot and a plant grew and I've now got this butternut. I have people WhatsApping me going, hey, Haley, what's happening with the butternut? Have you picked it yet? A butternut, George. <laughs> but that's the power, the power of opening people up to seeing life differently to the quagmire of shittiness that they're living mm -hmm. in. The problem is that like all of us, whatever we're dealing with all over the world, we get caught up. I've also said, don't listen. Don't inflame yourself by listening to news broadcasts that they want mm -hmm. you to listen to because yeah. they're controlling you through it. Go out into the garden. Go onto the sidewalk. Go to a nursery. Go Take yourself and immerse yourself in nature because that is where you will learn the true power of freedom to just be. Don't listen to the noise. It takes a lot of, that's what I'm teaching in Unstick Your Stuck. It takes, I mean, it's easy for me. I've been doing it for 20 years. It's easy right. for me to say, but it is life-changing on so many levels. Don't do toxic people. If they don't serve you, don't spend time with them. Even if they're family, even if they're close friends, if they don't serve you, move on because they will keep you back from realizing your true potential. That so is shades light on all of that. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. It's really well said. I I love the idea of, I love the idea of it. it I, I I think there's something to be said about. It. I love the butternut squash and the plant, and you know <laughs> the idea that you can look at nature and understand that you represent those same cycles of life, and maybe you need some more water. Maybe you need some more sunlight. Maybe you. Maybe it hasn't been long enough. Maybe you just planted the seed a week ago. It's got to take a little while to pop out there, but there's so much information you can get from there. I, you know, you've been really kind with your time. I'm so thankful to get to spend time with you today. I know I, I walked you up past the hour mark and a little bit over there. And Perfect. <laughs> I'm going to check on the butternut, which okay. needs to be picked, by the way. It needs to be picked. And I found this, isn't it interesting, scrolling on TikTok, this recipe pops up because I'm, I'm, I'm on a bit of a health pick during nice. the week trying very hard. This recipe popped up for this amazing dates, walnuts, arugula, 
and feta, chopped up finely, drizzled with lemon juice only, a bit of salt and pepper, a roasted butternut scooped, mix the flesh, put that into the butternut, happy days. So guess what's happening to my butternut? <laughs> and I will document that. I am for sure going to document that one. So yeah, it's been lovely. Thank you, George. I really appreciate your time. I appreciate what you're doing in the world because you're giving people like me a place to reach other people who I would probably never, ever cross paths with. So I am really grateful. I understand what it takes to do what you do. So thank you. Thank you for you. Yeah, well, before thank you. It's I think we share a lot of similarities, and I'm really thankful that you're here. And I love the story, and I think it's going to help out tons of people. And but before I let you go, though, where can people find you? What do you have coming up, and what are you excited about? Okay, so you can find me on. Um, I have a Facebook page called Unstick Your Stuck. Okay. You can also connect with me on my personal page. It's Haley Joy Weinberg on my personal page. If you're into the clothing journey, that's Haley Joy Shop at Haley Joy Shop. And um, what's coming up is, I actually have no clue. I'm just letting it unfold. Um, there's a bit of mentoring. I've been reached out for more mentoring. I am in the process of thinking about starting a Facebook group for entrepreneurs. So young entrepreneurs, as well as entrepreneurs who are leaving corporate jobs and are starting mm -hmm. out with their side hustle. I'd love to take them on that journey, give them some insight into TikTok and Facebook and all of that. So I am thinking about that. I just have to look at my time. That's my only one. I am deeply diving into the whole AI thing because that's just yeah. blown my mind completely. I am creating fabric prints in three seconds, George. Three seconds. Okay. Then I take them to Photoshop and then it's not quite three seconds, but... Right. The prompting, so the creativeness that's now flowing out of me into words and then seeing I, I am completely hooked. <laughs> like, so down a rabbit hole of that. So, yeah, that's that's where I'm, I'm at. And I'm attempting very hard to just love life in, a midst, in the midst of so much madness because I'm going to prove that they can steal the power out there, but they ain't going to steal my power. I have control over my own power. So yeah, that's where we're at. I love it. That should be a bumper sticker. And I hope everyone remembers that because it's a great mantra to throw in when you're starting to feel like you're a little bit down. I think it's so beautiful. Well, hang on briefly afterwards. I'll speak to you afterwards shortly. But everyone who got to hang out with us today, please go down to the show notes. Check out Haley. She's got so much incredible work out there, whether you're into fashion, whether you're into coaching, or whether you're stuck and you need a little bit of advice. She can help unstick your stuff. Go check her out. She's an amazing individual. And I hope everybody has a beautiful day. And that's all we got. Aloha. Cheers, everybody. Aloha, everyone. Thanks for taking a moment to hang out with me in the True Life Podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you're taking some time to listen to this, whether it's your first podcast with me or you've been with me the whole way, I truly want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Additionally, I would like to try to inspire everyone. The world is a crazy place. And if you listen to your heart and you take some chances, I really think the world will unfold in front of you in ways you can't imagine. I've been doing the podcast for about five years. Last year, I decided to take the plunge. Well, circumstances dictated that I took the plunge. And I did. I've begun working on the podcast full-time for almost a year now. And it's been so rewarding to me that... 
I just want to try and inspire other people. If you have a dream, if you have a vision, follow the voice in your heart. Listen to the song on the wind and embrace the challenge. I think you're strong enough, you're smart enough, and you're good enough to make your dreams come true. But you have to believe in them. And I truly believe wholeheartedly that if you take a chance, a real chance on what is possible, then your dreams will unfold in front of you. Uncertainty can be a monster. It can be something that we run away from. But much like fear, if you stand in front of it, it's not that big of a problem. I know everyone listening to this has a dream and a vision, and I hope you all conquer it. And I want you to know it's possible. Take baby steps and move towards it, and you will get closer to it. Your relationships will be better. Your life will be better. And you know what? You deserve it. You're an amazing person. If you get a moment, go down to the show notes. If you can, support the show. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get to it.